Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, I sit down with comedian Jen Waring. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. And welcome, everyone, to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko. I hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, Or if you live in a country that doesn't have Thanksgiving, I hope you had a great week. (laughs) I'm actually recording this before Thanksgiving. Um, Heading on down to Georgia in like six hours or something like that to go see my family and have a good old time. And I cannot wait. And I hope you guys had a great week or holiday and you ate all the turkeys or the turduckins or the hams or the vegan options. Um, I've seen to- tofurkey, you know, whatever floats your boat. I hope you enjoyed eating it. But we have a great episode for you guys today. I sit down with my good friend and comedian Jen Waring, everybody. She's absolutely hilarious. We're going to talk about all sorts of things like cult meetings and... um you know, that that's one of the main things we talk about. Uh, we both got talked into cult meetings at one point in our lives. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's part of the adventure of life. Um, no, she's enormously funny. Uh, we're going to talk about puppies also, which is also fun. So, without further ado, without further me teasing you, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Jen Waring. gentlemen i am sitting down with my good friend uh stand-up comedian co-host of taking you back podcast jen waring everybody hello hello, hello. what's happening nothing i'm you know i'm i'm, I'm excited to, to sit with you here and chat and also you know like hope things. that my, my dog doesn't decide she needs to be part of this no she will she will she has a very lovely dog named ripley everybody yes uh, yes not from believe it or not from no. alien <laughs> <laughs> no, though I used to have a, a landlord in my old apartment who used to walk by and I don't know how much English she actually knew. So she would just yeah. walk by and she would do like this, like Ripley, like it was a very fun. She said her name <laughs> super fun. But then she would always finish it with a believe it or not. Ripley. And oh, I, my God. It felt like it would take too long to explain the alien franchise to her. So exactly. I just sort of let it go. No, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, but that's it. No one else. Exactly. <laughs> just that one weird older Greek lady. <laughs> I know. I know. I think everyone else gets, at least I got it right away that it was Ripley. But Ripley's adorable, and she's been throwing up today. She's gross, folks. She's gross. I'm glad this isn't a scratch and sniff podcast because her breath is dank. I've been having some weird luck with people's pets lately. Like the last time I did an election day special, and just before it started, my guest's cat took a. I was sitting next to its litter box, and it just came in, and it's the one cat that's just like, I don't bury shit. 
Oh. And just came on, laid one, and walked away. That and cat was, like, was all, here's my democratic <laughs> process, <laughs> yo. Exactly. I was like, I guess that's that's that. Um, that's not nice. And I'm I'm sorry. I hope that doesn't happen here. I don't know. It, Mainly because I don't have a cat. So it would be super weird if a cat just came out and really, took a dump. It would be really, really <laughs> awful. I'd be like, well, um, <laughs> how long have you lived here? Exactly. No, that would be terrible. <laughs> All right. Let's start from the beginning. Oh, my God. Who, who, who is you? Uh, uh, how I was did born you? in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, no, that's where we're going. <laughs> the the <laughs> actual beginning. Actual beginning. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, is that where New you York. were raised? I, no, well, I was born in Buffalo. We moved to uh, Syracuse. Okay. Uh, well, outside of Syracuse in the snowier region of central New York uh, when I was little. The and, kind um, that you get like seven feet of snow yeah, every the now la- and then? Yeah, the lake effect. Um, so it ah. is always uh, amusing to me when New York City gets like two inches and the Q69 bus driver just, almost kills us because he's never driven in it before. I remember there was ooh, two years ago, Buffalo got six feet of snow in like a night. Mm-hmm. And... Um, their, their whole thing they were like hey everyone gets free tickets to the bills yeah if you come and dig out the stadium yeah yourself. yeah <laughs> yeah they were like let's just do this yeah my um this was a number of years ago i wish i could remember how many but they got another huge snowfall and my aunt um had to come home from her job on a snowmobile because the roads were closed and that was like one of the ways they were getting people home that's awesome isn't that great that's yeah. great i never so I also I grew up in a snowy area too. I grew up in New England. I grew up yeah. in Connecticut, which um, is a a a a a, a, a witch's hair colder <laughs> than New York. Sure, sure. Like in the city, like it's not much colder, but like you notice it more because you actually can go sledding and stuff. Right, it's not right, just, right, right. It doesn't all turn to brown sludge within it's, a yeah, day. Yeah, it's not nasty within hours. Yeah, no. Uh, Central New York. Uh, we were right by a. a Onondaga Lake, which is uh, one of the lakes that helps to create the lake effect. That means you feel like you live in a snow globe from. So well, it's not as bad anymore, you know. I guess yeah. <laughs> thanks climate change. I know. Um, but when I was a kid, man, snow. I always from, like, judge October it by. June. There's across the street from my parents' house. Um, there's a pond and like a small little like local park sure, pond sure. thing. And we grew up ice skating on it every single year. And then like five years ago, they're like, no, it, it doesn't freeze over anymore. Yeah. You cannot go on this. It is crazy dangerous. Yeah. No. I mean, I went home for Easter a couple of years ago and there it was st- like no snow at all. And I was like, this is so weird. And when I was a kid, like this guy in the neighborhood used to drive his bobcat, which uh, for those who aren't <laughs> versed just means tiny bulldozer. Yeah. Just little baby bulldozer. Like like your home bulldozer, <laughs> exactly. you know? Like, like if you need uh, a bulldozer at home. For personal use. Yes. <laughs> you get um, yourself a bobcat. But he used to always take his bobcat and 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 plow off the ice so we could go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And now it's just not. It's crazy. I don't get it. And everyone's like, ah. I feel like we live in the area. I feel like this because we have such extreme seasons in the Northeast. Like we do have really hot summers and yeah, really yeah, yeah. cold winters. I feel like we see climate change more than everybody else. Oh, definitely. Else. Like, I'm no scientist. Yeah. Like, I realize we haven't gotten there yet, but FYI, listeners, we're just going to, like, little foreshadowing. I did not go to science school. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, when you suddenly were like, oh, wait, are these kids trick-or-treating not in a snowsuit? No. Something's weird. No, exactly. Something's weird. No, it's like, oh, yeah, you could. I remember, like, growing up, you had to trick-or-treat. I want to copy you. I know. It's nice. And you always had to... Uh, 
you gonna send to wear a jacket over your costume which oh my god ruined your princess oh <laughs> like, yeah totally i was cindy Lauper one year uh when i was young and uh spent hours spray painting my hair spray painting that's not the right word but you know the color yeah, spray painting spray. <laughs> you spray, it's that's why my hair looks like this today yeah um <laughs> uh hairspraying um my hair in a, like a big like girls just want to have fun sort of quaff with like the red and the like whatever and yeah. so that Captain Lou O'Bannell could walk in at any point and um and then my mom was like okay here's your hat and coat and I was like but uh I know and it just ruined it but you always had to go out I was just like I'm a devil who's cold because <laughs> yeah, that, remember that time Satan got cold you have to yeah. go that way dog good job. our hell freezes over oh I wish I was smart enough to think of that as a kid right. oh come on no I know okay. I know. I'm I'm the climate change devil. You're the, <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the devil in the details of science. I know. It, it's but no, it's yeah, we don't have the ice doesn't freeze over at my parents' pond anymore. Mm-hmm. Um we always, I remember what is there's always like one weird day of the winter where it's like we're going to the beach in december it's 65 oh yeah and everyone's the, just like oh it's just a freak event i'm like it was a freak event the first time this is like the fifth winter yeah. in a row where we have 65 days now it's just real in december um oh no ripley is <laughs> ripley is, is so for she, she's so wanting to be involved in, in this everyone and and uh do you need a mic girl She's like, no, I got okay. this. I'm going to get my chicken. <clears throat> so you up in Syracuse. Yep, yep. So that, I grew up, up there, central, the central New York area. And uh, yeah, and then went to uh, Syracuse University. Um, Orange men? Yes, yes. Cool. They they are here in the, I think they're playing somewhere in this. I'm, I'm Do you so, know oh. Nick Fondoulis? No. Oh. This is the one of the person I know who went to Syracuse. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what I do every time someone. That's fair. Everyone's just like. People you're, are like, oh, from I'm from Rochester. I'm like, do you know Jeff Schmickle? <laughs> yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Schmickle, and I worked at 7-Eleven. Um, I don't think there's any of those in Rochester. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then I lived in London for a little while, and then I moved here to New York City, and, wow, and we've been there ever London? since. I spent a semester there in college, and I liked it. And then uh, when I graduated, uh, a friend of mine was going. Mm-hmm. She got like a six months work visa, which you can still get. I don't know if you still can anymore, but at the time you could get. There's uh, weird things. There with was work a visas. Yeah, now. there was like if you were still you were still technically a student for like the year after you graduated, so you yeah. were allowed to get this weird student work visa. So uh, she was doing that, and I was like, no. I've got my drama degree. I'm going to move. Like I had two. I had drama and a writing. I was like, I'm going to be the best qualifiedest, most prepared waitress in all the land. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was going to move to New York or No LA. one's going to wait tables like me. It's going to be so great. I'm going to be like, do you see these two degrees? I'm flashing in front of your coffee. Did you want milk with my two degrees? <laughs> um, and then um, that's the weirdest accent I've ever done. And uh, yeah, and then I couldn't. That, that, that's your accent where you're like, I want everyone in England to know I'm American. Yeah, that, oh, <laughs> Lord, like that was hard. Uh, and so, yeah, and then uh, I couldn't decide where to go. So I asked, I literally legit asked a magic eight ball. You could actually see it from where you're sitting. It's that oh. one that's there on my shelf. Yes. Um, where I, if I should go and it said neither. And then I was like, should I go to London? And it said, yes, definitely. And <laughs> I applied for the visa later that day. And, uh, and then I went to London for on, a, on this weird six months work visa which was nice awesome. yeah That's and then fun. i came back and then i was like all right i guess i should move somewhere now and i know i feel like <clears throat> when any, anyone who's in theater or tv or anyone who's in the arts always comes to the point where they sit down and they're like all right 
which city am I yeah, moving to? Yeah, gotta pick. Flip am a I coin. doing New York? Am I doing LA? And then you have a couple people like, I'm going to Chicago. And you're like, mm, mm-hmm. good okay. luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a good time. You're like, the scene in Kentucky is huge. I'm sure it is. Have fun. Um, and I do. I know people who do that and actually have like good careers. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah. I know yeah. people who live in Branson, Missouri that are in plays, like paid equity shows. Yeah, yeah every single day forever yeah and it's like yeah no there's stuff there i'm, I'm happy there is, for you yeah yeah I, I just feel like there has to be something else i know like people you can i think the key is you can move to new york or la with nothing else like that seat feels acceptable you know yeah. like i've got my degree i'm going i'm gonna be a big star gonna be a big star I know. and off it's, you go i think it's because there's so many other people but branson has to also be like oh my dad was sick like do you know what i mean there has to be like a secondary ripley get down oh that's one of the Sorry, reasons listeners. i stayed in connecticut for um college like i was really i wanted to go like crazy places and then i ended up staying in connecticut because my brother was sick oh my gosh like, I, I don't have as good a re- i wanted to go like oh, i was like i can't wait to get out of this town of town i'm gonna go to <laughs> ucla and i'm gonna go, literally like 30 town. minutes away well no because i went to the university of buffalo for a semester Ooh. um you know because that's huge in the arts and uh <laughs> so did that uh and uh and then I had a boyfriend at the time who was going to Syracuse, and he was very like, "You should transfer to Syracuse." And I was like, "All right, I guess I'll transfer to Syracuse because love." And uh, I love that our listeners are going to think there's a rabid beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And can can we? Is this I'm where we can put, flash a photo of oh, my I, rabid? I beast? will be putting a picture of Ripley up there. <laughs> so when you guys hear this growl and whatnot, you see this puffball. Yeah, <laughs> she's just... a golden doodle, which means I think she's lemon filled. Um, yeah. we'll know when I autopsy her and then like make clones of her, like Barbara Streisand did with her dogs that's yeah what do you think that costs a lot i mean <laughs> i don't yes. think there's a dis i don't think there's a cloning groupon flying <laughs> out that way but maybe there will be there know, will be years, soon right? it won't be too long there's a bunch of weird like like stuff like that that i remember like if you told us you know um damn sorry girl. sorry she's totally showing off for zach is no happening. i know but if you told us like five years ago that people are regularly going to send off their own DNA for genetic testing. You would um, just be like for, for 60 bucks <laughs> yeah. like for li- literally on Groupon being like, Oh, I want to see Do how you? much Scandinavian I am. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't. I had a friend who did it and there's like, uh, like the, the like unknown, there's always an unknown portion. There but it isn't had a really in, so there's an unknown with 23andMe. Okay, I guess 23andMe will just be like, we don't know. Ancestry.com's like, we're just gonna tell you shit. But it's <laughs> literally like insecure information is how it's labeled, yeah. and like I don't, I don't need to spend sixty bucks to be told I'm insecure. Like I already no, know that. Thanks. Exactly. Thanks. I'll be half Italian, half German, and the rest insecure. I got this. That's Not math. Like, so my parents both did it, and they did the Ancestry one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll also like, if they like go with, like, because my mom's cousin has been like filling out their family tree oh, on ancestry so i'm sure. not sure if they like use a little bit of that too gotcha but ancestry they're like no we're gonna tell you every percentage because no one wants that unknown shit. right it's like it's like 23 and me just gets lazy yeah like, it's but like just one, call it unknown don't call, don't I, I call think, it uns- i think for them unknown. what don't, it is don't. is they have to go uh too far back into generations and they're just like ugh, i don't want to keep they're doing like did this. you see this groupon we're I not know. doing that much well work. but also because 23 and me will give you which is the reason i will never do it it'll also tell you all the 
diseases you're genetically predisposed to. Jesus. And I don't want to know that. No, why would I you? I know all of that. There's so many diseases in my family. I would just, let's just the assume all of, of them. The amount of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, MS, lupus, tachyasu arteritis, oh, geez, congenital Louise. heart failure. And I don't even need all those palsy. real ones. I wake up sometimes I like, I, I've, I, I, I foster dogs occasionally, and I had these two min pins uh, for yeah. a bit, and they both like to sleep like, burrowed under ideally like in one's vagina for warmth and i was just oh, like yeah that's, that's not open and uh for you and the um uh, stop it she's Sorry. fine okay um anyway so the uh mm-hmm, till she pulls all the plugs out she won't i'll so, make sure I'm all right keep all her right at arm's Sorry. Distance. uh so anyway so uh and I, you know you sleep kind of funny because the dogs are all in weird whatever i woke up like my hip hurt i was like oh i've got the plague that's fine that's a real disease, bubonic plague. I probably have that. Uh, didn't it made a, 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 a resurgence in the Midwest like two years ago? A bunch of people had the plague. Really? Yeah, you didn't know about no, that. I must like have a bunch it. of people got the plague, and uh, like it was the real one. And it was like, well, it was used as an argument for like anti-vaxxers. Sure, sure. Because sure. all these anti-vax, all you know, basically. All these people are like, you know, anti-vaccination and all this. Yeah. And we for whatever reasons. Smallpox. Exactly. And that's the, <laughs> and the people for science were just like, listen, fuckers, the fucking plague is back because y'all won't vaccinate goddamn yeah, kids. Just give them now the people vax. have mumps and the plague and all these and smallpox and polio and all these eradicated diseases right? are coming back. It just doesn't. Yeah. None of it and makes any sense. It's not. Damn it. Jenny um, McCarthy. Yeah. We uh, so I have a, I have a day job now that why, um, did, why did we like Jenny McCarthy? What did she do? She, she was on that MTV show. She was just slutty and goofy. And so people oh. thought that was funny. She just had like a, I think she was just like the first like like Singled television. Out, was that what it was called? Maybe. I think her thing was she was the first like TV attractive potty mouth lady. Yeah. 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 And you were just like, oh, she's pretty. And, and look at her. She said the F word. My I know, God. I know. But also boobies. Yeah. I know. It was, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a big fan of uh, artists or people and they get to have opinions. And, and when people are like, why are you talking about politics? Just star in my TV show. Damn it. You know, I'm like, mm, oh, isn't that cute? You just don't agree with them. No, exactly. That because said, if you're using considering your... we elected a reality. TV right. Exactly. Star, uh, so shut uh, um, but they you know, the the like people that also then use their platform to just spout. Like, it's not even what's nonsense. With, this isn't even nonsense. It's like dangerous no yeah speaking of dangerous what's with gwyneth paltrow wanting people to like steam clean their vaginas listen what is that i don't if you've ever like there are very that hurts right i would assume so or is it like a humidifier where it's a cool mist it's i don't think so i think it's the warm mist we're looking for jeez listen i don't again why are we listening to her for science like it just doesn't make any sense like i will listen to her talk about other stuff and she can have political opinions that's fine but she's not a scientist. So no. before I jam that steamer has, up my veg, she does that, I'm double and then checking. she has like jade eggs that she yeah, likes yeah, people yeah. to hold Which, up Which conveniently there. you can also buy from her for like $8 billion. So uh, I wonder if that's more what it's about. I saw Or not thing. from her, from Goop or whatever. From Goop? Isn't that her website? Goop or Goo or Goopy? No, no, it's something like that. I have no idea. It's something. She has a website that's like a lifestyle website. Oh my Where God. they discuss the steaming and the eggs and the sweaters that you should wear in the winter i don't know what they discuss hmm. stuff 
Okay. But I believe it's called Goop. Goop. <laughs> it's not going to be just, called that it's at, not at all. all. It's something, it's Goop something is like go, that. Someone's going to go to Goop.com and <laughs> get a thousand viruses. Please don't go to Goop.com. Do, <laughs> hey, do people still have computer viruses? I haven't got one in a very long time. I is don't that, know. Are computer viruses still? I think Probably. they're just more sneaky now. Probably. I think it's more about like, let's not give this guy. I think for a long time, people giving you computer viruses was just people being dicks. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, wait, I can steal all your money. Right. How I about think, I steal all your money? Right. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm, a fake identity. Right. Why am I just, you know, putting porn ads on your computer? That's right. stupid. Plus, Jeff Goldblum solved this for us in Independence Day. You just have to upload, you know, the skull that laughs at you. And yeah. then it's all oh, gone. God, I loved Independence right? Day. Right. Independence gone. Day is one of the best movies. It's an amazing movie. Of all time. It's a wonderful film. It's so there's certain movies that I will always watch. I will I'll, I cry every single time Bill Paxton does not Bill Paxton, the other Bill. Right. Fuck. No, it's Bill Paxton, isn't it? No, one? I don't think so. Bill Pullman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Bill Paxton is 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 aliens. Oh um, right. Uh, yeah, al- way. yeah, aliens. Yeah, plural, yeah. The second one. Anyway, yeah, Bill Pullman. Every time he does the uh, the speech? president's speech, I cry every time and i want him to have a lozenge like i need that I to know. be twofold i'm like i'm so sorry but also you sound scratchy you like go quietly into the night it's so good when boomer makes it into the like the tunnel door the dog when she's like boomer and somehow oh he like can God. leap over four cars and he gets in the door before the flames come <gasps> Magical that movie time. is so good my favorite uh part of that movie that's kind of like go fuck yourself is when they're asking for volunteer pilots to come fight to, to like if you've ever flown a plane yeah, come it. grab an f-16 because like we because <laughs> they're the same they're totally the same <laughs> because we need to fight these aliens and randy quaid crop duster yeah <laughs> like, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah i got this i'm coming and then like he gets there and they're like any questions and he's like i just want to raise my hand i just want to say that i'm real excited to get back at et these guys abducted me three right. years ago and i've been looking for revenge ever since and they're all like rolling their eyes like what a crazy person right i'm like you're fighting aliens right fucking now but also here's your keys exactly. so they're like what a crazy person good luck sir <laughs> well so there's a uh, alternative ending so oh. where after that they tell him you're too crazy to fly and they get rid of him which is also like but you're fighting the aliens he said abducted you it's like he could be a bajillion percent correct right like there are aliens. He's I'm no a big, longer I'm a, a crazy big fan person. Of whatever the world you've set up in the movie, like I'm willing to go with it and buy into it. I'm in. So he, um, so in the alternate ending that they got rid of, he, um, d- like he was kicked out by. They're like, "You're too crazy to fly, crazy man who thinks right. he was abducted by the aliens that we're <laughs> about to go fight." And they kick him out. They're like, "You can't fly with us." And then they're doing the mission and they're losing. And then. Randy Quaid out of nowhere they're like oh we're losing there's no way we're gonna do this and then they hear over the radio like I'll help you and Randy Quaid in his goddamn crop duster with a bomb duct taped to the bottom of it I mean is duct tape not the most magical of all the tapes I know just like just shows up and he's just like I'm here I'm doing I mean I'd be thing. okay with that ending too because he still saves the day and he still does the same thing it's, uh, he still flies the plane into the beam right. it's just his crop duster it's just he's flying a crop duster and then and here's what they decided why they couldn't do it not because oh it's silly to call this guy crazy for being abducted by aliens considering they're fighting aliens but because they're like no one's gonna believe a crop duster can fly at the same speed as f-16s and i was like that's i mean actually my issue with that whole ending you just described is where he didn't he left his crop duster in 
Idaho or like or wherever yeah. they came from. He, he doesn't have the way far. He wouldn't away. have had time. Exactly. Maybe it wasn't that far. I don't know. Felt like it was far. They were in that caravan for some time. My favorite part of that, <laughs> a little inclusivity for that movie, is the fact that he had like half native children and they just never talked about yeah, it. Yeah, no, they were like, we're not he mentioning had, their mom. It was Randy Quaid had very brown children and yeah. we, then they it just was there. And I yeah. was just like, you know what? Good for you guys. Good for you. Good for you. Not a plot point, not anything. No, nope, just, just like, a thing. Nope, they're just here. See, I appreciate that. I do too. That's fine. It was really good. It's a great film. Oh, uh, also. God, we're talking about this now. Uh, but, however, this is appropriate because this is basically what your podcast is. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, let's go, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, we're gonna we'll, we'll skip back and forth on how she got into comedy. Yeah, and it's whatnot. boring. Who cares? Yeah, well, <laughs> Jen does stand up. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. But uh, your podcast taking you back. You guys basically pick a year and just yeah. pop culture. The we shit used to out do it as year. a lot. We used to do it as a live show. We yeah. would invite. Uh, we we for a long time. My friend Rob and I went to college together, and this was like a weird thing we did, and it's because we really like the music of varying years and th- so we used to do a live show where we would pick a year and we'd invite you know we're lucky to have some pretty talented friends mm-hmm. and we would invite them to do whatever they wanted it, except that their source material had to be from that year and 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 it was always brilliant and i was like the like stickler who was like man that was released the year before just because it hit number one in that year not you're not you don't get to cover it sorry <laughs> bell biv devoe well, this is the year it went out to dvd nope not a thing uh Cassette. So we had people like recreate the opening of Blossom with tap and costume and the whole kit and caboodle. We had people do burlesque numbers to varying songs. We've had interpretive readings. Um, uh, My friend Carrie Ann once uh, did Who Let the Dogs Out, but as a teacher telling her student, like reading her students a story, she created an entire flip chart of Who Let the Dogs Out and read it like she was a teacher. It was so it was magical. And then Rob and I do medleys and then I often sing some sort of ridiculousness over the dead people montage. Um, and so it was super fun. And we, then we wanted to do a podcast and we had, we were like, it's going to be about this. Like we had like 40 ideas. Like we're going to do a vegetable podcast. No, no, not vegetables. We don't know enough. Let's do a podcast about <laughs> our vegetable knowledge. It's is very, just, it's very low. It's very low. Uh, let's do a pod. Let's do it about, um, I don't know books. And then at some point in that process of, you know, we want one too. Uh, it occurred to us. I know. We we already kind of have a thought. So now we yeah we, we already do this. We do this. So we we sort of do the exact same thing where we just pick a year and then we talk about it. Uh, nice. Yeah. And uh, and we we but we bounce around all over the place. Uh, we recently recorded uh, our recent episode is for 2007, and I think I spent it's most a magical of year. magical year. I spent magical most of the episode. Seven. Want to want to hear something sad? That's when I graduated high school. Oh. That's so. also when I'm sorry that we didn't cover that <laughs> in the <laughs> episode, but that is also when um, the movie 30 Days of Night came out. Uh, it's a vampire movie set in Alaska. It's one of my favorite. I could talk about it for hours, but I won't. Oh. But the vampires make this amazing noise, which I will not do right now because it'll hurt everyone's ears and wake this finally sleeping dog back up. I know. Um, and uh, and I, I, I think I did that for most of the podcast. So uh, really, <laughs> listeners so tuning ev- in for that episode. Everyone, sorry. Turn, turn the volume down. <laughs> Don't a little crank bit. that. Exactly. Soldier Boy also came out that year. But I just, know. Yeah. Oh, it was an amazing year. Like I recently I've been seeing like a bunch of things that happened in 2007. And I was just like, that was a ma- It's when the uh, first iPhone came out in yep, 2007. Yep, yep. Changed everyone's it's, world it, it, forever. It is super fun because sometimes you take for granted how long <clears throat> things have been around. iPhones, yeah. whatnot, or even how much how much music is still in, in today's sort of totally. playlist. Uh, if people still listen to the radio, I don't. Sometimes I do in my car and then I'm like, oh, radio, it's a thing still. I, I listen to the radio for all of like five minutes and 
then like I get sad and then I, I turn on. I'll still talking. listen to I'll listen to NPR. Sure, that's not radio. Just the news though, because like when they actually get into like um what what what's some of their big ones? Um cereal. No. <laughs> no I wish. No, uh, look who's talk or yeah, yeah, who's yeah. talking now or something. Oh, look who's talking. I don't know what the I just fuck. stopped. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it, it's basically. I know there were really cool NPR radio shows, but now that podcasts exist, it's just you playing me a podcast I didn't want to listen. Right, to. Right, exactly. I'm <laughs> so, fine. I can choose those. But I like NPR's news. Um, and that's really it. Other yeah. than that, oh, and I love driving down south and tuning into whatever evangelical local christian station oh I yeah because yeah, yeah. you hear the craziest craziest stuff, stuff. I, I often drive to my parents house in central new york and i drive through uh pennsylvania and and i go that route um you know in case anybody wants to follow me at thanksgiving but the um so there is there was one trip i made that my my dvd my dvd my cd player in my car didn't work this is how long ago this trip was my dvd player in my car i have a fancy car um didn't work and so i had to listen to the radio like that was my choice it was radio oh. or silence and there's a whole like two hour stretch where it's silence or jesus I and, know. um i'm it's, down it's, it's entertaining oh it's super fun if you take like or you'll have a like I'll you know suddenly I would like switch and there'd be like music and as I'd be like okay the, at least it's music and then yeah. it would be like Jesus is our Lord and I was like whatever I'll sing along I Let's think go. it's super funny as long as they're not asking my grandma to send them money which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. what which is a how lot they of always them end do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like as long as and because my grandma w- does not know not to send them money right don't my grandma is been has been Catholic for eighty nine years. Yeah. And Still for some like, reason like if a crate like a Southern Baptist evangelical's on, she's like, I gotta give him money. He's talking about Jesus. I'm like, no, you don't believe you this. Don't, yeah, you this don't. isn't your religion. First of all, yeah, let's start there. And your she's religion like, asks for enough of your money. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, but he but he said Jesus. I don't know a lot of people say Jesus. People this say isn't Jesus. who you are. People the, the By all people send, are named Jesus. Send some money to St. Mark's. You've been going there for sixty <laughs> years. It's just fine. Like Do what you gotta do. Yeah, no. Um uh, yeah, it's uh, they're gonna send me healing oils. They're no, not. they're not gonna do it. That's some they might, dangerous shit. But it's, but it's shit. the same oils I could buy at CVS. That's some crazy dangerous shit. Is the whole like the evangelical, the ideal of, of seed faith, where they're just like, if you sow a seed, aka give us money, all good things are gonna come back to you. Your cancer's gonna get cured, and yeah. you're gonna be a millionaire. And all you have to do is send us a thousand dollars. Well, it's the same. It's the same bullshit play that any salesperson has ever learned in their whole life. It's the same sales pitch they use when they say, "Call this one nine hundred psychic number for yeah. eighty nine dollars a minute, and we can solve all your problems." It's the same. There, I just happen to read on Twitter uh, that Joel Olstein fella, uh, and son of a bitch, what a jerk. And I, yeah, um, he's awful. He's awful. But he tweeted a similar thing to what you just said that yeah. like. You know, when you when you give when you give, you get back and your life becomes life in abundance. And the the tweet backs the tweets back at him. I'm not with good with the twats, but the tweets back were like, I hear you, father. I agree. And then occasionally someone would pop up and be like, yeah, just like you share all that money that powers your mega church and your mega house. that You don't let anyone in in times of need. And so the next 40 angry would be like no jesus wants us to live in abundance and this is how we get there and i was like is and it you're like yeah but he like and that's the thing is they use is that I've what seen jesus other did? ones not joel Osteen, but another one who's just like god talked to me and he wants me to get a falcon f19 53 million dollars and i bought this cash and then i bought another one for cash and i hear you're jealous right now but let us sit there i've sowed good works and you're just like this is crazy it's to 
It's crazy. <clears throat> I don't like things rubbed in my face. Sure. Like lotions, Jesus, <laughs> like all of it. Exactly. <laughs> but and it's one of those things where it's like, so I grew up Catholic. Ditto. And and we we so what I like about Catholicism when it comes to the giving them money thing is they are so straightforward about it where they don't do the whole like, and then you're going to live in abundance and everything's right, going right, to be right. great. Blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, you need to give us money. And you're just like, because I'll be a millionaire if I do. They're like, no, because no. we're your church and you need to fucking give us money. Right. And it's called tithing and Jesus called, did it. And let's go. And just because it was fish or leaves. Then, exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's money now. Do not put a sardine. And in then the you're basket. always just like it. And it's like. And but also like I saw like where the priests lived in like the seminary and whatnot. And it was just kind of like this. Not the seminary. That's the school. Yeah. What do they call it? Yeah. Anyway, the house, the the rectory. Sure. Ooh, that's got it. it. Good. Um, <laughs> little CCD for everybody. Um, but, and, you know, they didn't they lived in a very not nice yeah, place. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just. Yeah. No, the money, like, the, the money goes elsewhere for the Catholic Yeah, The money church. goes to lawyers, the Vatican and the oh, lawyers. The Vatican, yeah, whatever. Lawyers, yeah, that's true. <laughs> And it's like one of those things where it's like, at least th that's not as rubbed in right, my right, face. Right. The fact that like these mega church people are like, I'm buying a third private jet so I can fly directly to my $17 million right. mansion and avoid all these people. And I remember seeing uh, Pat Robertson. Is that his name? From sure, the 600 that's a person, Club, yeah. Uh, talking about how he needs a private jet because he needs to commune with God. It's ridiculous. Just right there. And, and he needs to do it. And he can't do that on a commercial airliner because you're in a steel tube full of demons. And right. it's just like, what fucking yeah. nonsense yeah. are you saying? But the sad part is, is they've targeted an audience. And, and you know, I'm not going to knock anybody. If you're, I mean, I grew up Catholic and then half of my family converted to born again Christianity. And, and you know, yeah. I think I was first told I was going to hell when I was like 11. Like, it was ridiculous. And I, I was like, even that 11, I was like, am I? Fuck you. Because you just judged me. Um, oh, winning. I know. Because I'm 11. You missed and, uh, it. <laughs> but the, uh, so, but you know what? If that's your, if your belief is your belief and it sustains you and it gets you through the day and yeah. that's what you need to do. And I know you do many, it. And, and, and like, disclaimer, I know many, many Christians who do amazing yeah, things and, you, and volunteer and you turn, heartily. And you turn it back and, you, and you're, you're good with it. But and I that's think the whole idea of like, yes, if you pay, like the whole idea of pay it forward and you'll get it back is meant like with like to your community, to actions and yeah. kindness and all that, not giving Joel Holstein right. a bajillion dollars. But the fact that these guys have tapped into the same sales pitchy shenanigans that anybody else would have, snake yeah. oil salesman would have in the 30s, you know, like well, is, they, they twist it around to make so much money is what yeah. gets me is like, OK, you found one verse in the Bible that kind of sounds like rich people are nice. Like yeah. that, that's literally you found one that like sort of say you could twist it to mean that. But I can point out to you like give me a two minutes with the Bible and I can point out to you like 10 verses where Jesus said, give away all of your earthly right. possessions. But that's the <laughs> cherry like, picking of the Bible. We all love to do. And so we're going to stone the homosexuals, I but know. you're going to stand next to me while I have my period. Uh, those two things are both in the Bible. Exactly. So, you know, go away. And like 90 percent, like 99 percent of the Bible uh, like the Christian part of the Bible, the New Testament is Jesus being like, be a good person, help the poor, help the sick, help immigrants, yeah. do all this, be a good person. And just like, you know, the, we're going to ignore all that. Nice, they're like, we're going to ignore all that. Um, we heard that you don't like it's a rough translation, but we heard you don't like gays. It's a weird translation. It says, And there's like some people like there's biblical scholars who debate that translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're like they're like a man shall not lie with another man that is detestable and then there's other ones there's like two other um versions uh, vers- like translations one that says a man shall not lie with a boy that is detestable aka right. no child molesting right. that's a good one and there's another one that translates to uh, a man shall not rape another man and it's right. like that's also a good one also fine rules <laughs> yeah. those are both great rules exactly but they turned it into like no no we don't like gays I was just like ah, sounds like Jesus didn't like rapists and child molesters right. I can get on board with that one but um yeah so that's I think that's enough on religion yeah <laughs> I think we've made our points terribly clear, and it's that neither of us are about to be very rich evangelical preachers. Exactly. Because we just don't buy it. maybe I will. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) I I think it's real scammy. I think that's my thing. I think, I was talking about this about with uh, Laura yesterday, and it's the same people who do, who charge for like life coaching seminars. I have an issue, it feels the same as like the evangelical, like, preacher thing where it's like i don't think you should be charging people money well and they're super slick about it so this this new day job that i have that i hate which i can talk about for hours but i won't but like uh the seat next to mine which is where like a recruiter should seat it doesn't matter uh but it's often empty because they keep getting temps who suck so this one temp they hired they were like she's gonna be so great she's gonna be she's tempted she's gonna be so great she's a journalist blah 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 and i was like oh yeah she's gonna love being a recruiter then so she sits down a couple days go by i'm like she's pretty cool but yeah this isn't her gig she's not gonna be here for very long that's fine whatever and one day she's like hey do you mind if i go to lunch with you and you know we've met people listening maybe haven't met me i'm pretty snarky most of the day so like i'd be like oh this job sucks like all day i'd like wander by whatever but that's why she wants to get she's like "Ooh, i can commiserate um i can commiserate and sell her on my cult is how this ends oh no foreshadowing which one so she's like come to lunch do you want to go to lunch at the same time and i and here's me like well technically we can't both go to lunch at the same time okay sure whatever i don't care i don't like it here so we go one of us has to be at the desk yeah kind of (laughs) but whatever i guess it also doesn't matter um so the uh so we go to lunch and she's like hey I was once just like you. I mean, it literally, st- like, like cue the music, only Potbelly didn't know they were supposed to change their music. She was like, and, you know, I didn't know that I wanted to be a journalist, but, like, you know, I, I you know, I, I sort of, I, I went to this, I joined this group, and, like, they were really good about supporting, I'm like, your dreams. You. Yeah, and so I was like, and here's me, just like, uh, we only have half an hour to finish our sandwich, and then we got to get back. And, um, because, you know, sometimes I believe in rules. So, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that's great. Good for you, man. It's good for you. She's like, so I'm having, like, my girlfriends are getting together, like, Tuesday at night and, like, to talk about this. And I'd love to have you come along. And I was like, your girlfriends are getting together to talk about your group. And now that's when I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> I know. Oh, I think you. So it was the, it was, she was like. Yes. Landmark. Yes. Forum was the name of it. Yes. So, I went to the same cult meeting. Oh, my God. So she's like, I didn't go to the meeting. So oh, she's like, I did. Uh, I kind of wanted to. I was just tricked. to know more. But she was like. Well, I almost was tricked, but she was, she said, do you, have you ever heard about the landmark forum? And I was like, no, but in my head I was like, I feel like I have, but I'm going to say no. Cause then I get more juice. So she was like, yeah, she was like, it really helped me. And it's really great. And it's such a great thing, blah, blah. And so come, you know, coming out with my girlfriends, it's actually like, we're just going to meet like right near the office. And I was like, well, that's convenient. Who lives right on, you know, 30th Avenue or 30th street in the city. So, um, so th- I go and she's like, great. So she get, she wants my number, but she tries to get my number first to like have me play this trivia game. She's like, oh, I have to invite you to this trivia game, but I need your number. And I'm like, what's happening? Are we dating? So the um, yes. and kind of. Yeah. So she um, we get through the whole thing. I leave. I Google this landmark and I'm like, oh, they're that one. And it is the same. It's the like it's all the same sort of self-help. Be like, we're going to lock you in a basement. We're going to break you down. Yeah. We're going to build you up. But that is going to cost you. 
hundreds and hundreds of yes. thousands of dollars. No, it, so I get this text. She's like, "Are you coming Tuesday?" Without yeah. the the science, without the super, cr- without part. the like, yeah, without the aliens. alien god. It's it's an alienless Scientology. Is what yeah. it feels like. Yeah, Again, yeah. yeah. I, There's I, not a lot of they've really they've done a good job of like scrubbing like the bad. Well, they word changed about them. the name. Yes. they changed their name for because I can't remember what they're called before Landmark. Forum. I go, yeah, I went deep into a hole. But it was Google, like the I've thing forgotten. before Landmark Forum. They were like unknown like oh this is a super cult they're right. like we got to rebrand <laughs> to landmark form but even landmark they've d- like there are a couple you can find a couple of like articles oh, that yeah. discuss how crap tastic they are but the best part was the week before i got a text from her because by then she was out of the job because she sucked so i get this text from her that's like hey so i guess i'm not coming back but hopefully i'll still see you tuesday right and I, so i text back like mm, i don't know like i gotta get a dog sitter like blah 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 and uh, meanwhile, no, because I'm not joining your cult. But the next text was, all right, but if you can make it, here's the address. And don't forget your checkbook. Like, yeah, went right to checkbook. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, so I got wrapped. I'm in, out. Yeah. I got wrapped into a landmark forum meeting. I kind of was in because it was interesting. Well, a million I, years ago, I went to a meeting with sorry. That was right yeah, by yeah. 30th mm-hmm. Street. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, with my friend Lori, and it was in like a basement. And they like really were like very like up. But like at the end, of it ended with a like. So for only seven hundred dollars, you could do the full weekend course. Yeah, and I was exactly. like, oh, I don't, I don't even want to be, I don't even want to finish this hour. I'll be honest, let alone a full weekend. Oh, we, I did the same thing. So I was dragged into it. Um, luckily, it was me. Luckily, I was with a friend. He was also dragged into it. Okay, good. So we were able to. It's, it's <laughs> had a sane person yeah, with yeah. us. So we walk in. And the worst part is I know people who do landmark forum Listen, and like good for you. I initially like immediately I was like, oh, we, I, I like you too much to continue talking about. Yeah. This. yeah, yeah. And I was like, because it's a person like I was like, you know, I find out the person that I do really like and respect and think is great. And it's like, oh, let me right. not talk about this. But this yeah. was not the person who I went to the meeting. Oh, with. OK. I was like, uh, wait, huh? No, no, no. So I, me and my friend um, were invited to a meeting. But we didn't know we were invited to a meeting. What happened was he was friends with this girl from college. At the time, I was a single young man in New York City. Well, well just a and he was guy our, with time on his I, hands. I was a single young man in New York City, and he was my fun gay matchmaker friend. Oh, so we like, all, who doesn't have one of those? So he was just like, I have a girlfriend from you know college, and you know we've been talking about you, and she really oh. thinks you're cute, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, she really wants you to come. Because she's been talking about you. And I was like, oh, well, that she- is a super trick. I know. Man. Well, he, they tricked her. She she said like, oh, Zach's really cute. You should bring him. But like, like was saying stuff to him. He was unaware that this was happening. He was unaware he was going to a meeting also. Oh, wait. So she was the ultimate trickster? She was the ultimate trickster. She got him to come as a friend from college. And then he told her to bring me, his roommate, to be like, hey, bring Zach. He's really cute. I think I like him, blah, blah, blah. And so he oh tells me. Oh, my God. This is a I'm layered like, trick. And I'm like, oh, this so this cute lady likes me. Yeah. I'm going to go to. I'll go to this place in Williamsburg. Like this oh, apartment I've oh, never I'd shown. I'd already be out. We were told we were going to a dinner party. So let me yeah. let me. So, so I need to add that because on top of everything in this meeting, I was starving. Right. You're like, hi, I thought I was time. having dinner. It was not a dinner party. We showed up with like two bottles of wine and stuff. That's amazing. No. Because that would have been me. She made it sound like it was just a meeting with her girlfriends. I would have shown up with like, yeah. you know, wine and maybe some cheese. Exactly. People like cheese. We showed up with tune wine and I, and I was just like ready. And I was just they're like, oh, we have food or I was like. <laughs> right away everyone's kind of milling around and i'm like okay okay it's a group dinner i was like where so first off the second we walk in i noticed that the girl who thinks i'm really really cute 
or blah, 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 that I was dragged there for has a clipboard? serious girlfriend who is also there. I was just like, oh, well, there That's goes that. That's different than a clipboard. And I was just, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, she has a very serious girlfriend. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is not happening. Uh, and, you know, my buddy was just like, well, this is weird. Right. <laughs> considering she told me to bring you. Cause, right. And then he was even like, still missing the cult thing. He was just sure. like, maybe you're about to do some freaky stuff. And I was like, maybe. Let's keep it up. Is there right. food? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. And then they're I'm like, starving. there's a single pot of polenta on the, to- on the stove. Oh, <laughs> polenta for all. And I had like, it was not enough for anyone. It was no. like a single serving package of polenta. To, and I had like two spoonfuls. We're milling around, and I'm like, okay, this really. <laughs> also, sucks. can we just pause on the choice of polenta? Carry on. Sorry. And again, again, and so like we're just milling around, and I'm like talking to my buddy, and I'm like, this is really weird. Something's off. Um, and then they're like, all right, everybody, come into the living room, and we're going to sit around, and we're like, oh, okay. I didn't expect an announcement to happen, so we all go and we sit in a circle, and then they no. just start passing out worksheets, and no. I'm like, what? the fuck? no the circle would have given i had and to then run. and then like we me and my friend were kind of like being too polite and we like did the first like exercise with them which was like really like borderline emotionally abusive i mean that the where one they article were, I where found they were just like truthful. they were just like all yeah. right now on a piece of paper write down your most intense insecurities right. right write down everything and now give us the worksheet <laughs> give us the piece of paper saying all of your horrible insecurities and feels and whatnot and then it got to the point where they were just like all right we're gonna take a break and then after that and then they again they started talking about like the 700 hundred dollar course or you can take it like a consecutive mondays for like 450 or something like that <laughs> and then that's You've got when, a payment plan and that's when Braden and i were like okay uh, i was trying not to say his name Dude, that's fair. <laughs> sorry we're, we're spilling the tea on that uh one. and that's when the him and i were just like okay we're out well we're gonna we're gonna go Bye. Thanks for the polenta. Yeah, I think the the, the, the cults exist. I had a friend who got married to this guy who was in a religion that I don't even remember. It wasn't Seventh-day Adventist, but it was something of that ilk. Uh, whatever. I don't remember. But he, as far as I was concerned, it was a cult. And among the, so when I first met him, well, first he killed a ladybug on the day that I met him. And I was like, I hate it. <laughs> okay, so there's just that. But like, <laughs> and I was that's like. A, that's a, that's, that's a character tell yeah if you just squash sorry. a ladybug you're like oh you're one of those and, and i'm not a person given to like fits of joy but like I, I clearly was excited to see that a ladybug had landed on the car and was literally mid-sentence they were picking me up at the airport to meet him for the first time uh and i was mid through the like oh my god a ladybug that's good luck i guess this means and i was like i guess that means i hate you yeah. um but he was in whatever his religion was that she was not gonna be a part of but like Everybody was like, well, how are you going to not be a part of it? Yeah. There was like two sects, one in Chicago and one in, in Pennsylvania. So it was sort of Amishy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I asked, like, I tried to be like, tell me a bit about your story. Like, uh, can I, I know, know more about I'm it? And I swear to God, the first sentence he said was, well, it's been around a long time. Helen Keller was a part of this religion. To a normal person, that might sound good. To a comic it was like, ha, um, just. Helen Keller was part of this religion. Did she know? Like, I had, yeah, like, exactly. I, like, I mean, there was no other answer. And exactly. I was like, like I have she... to go to, I have to go to the bathroom right now. I have diarrhea. Was like, she... I had to just run away because I, I. Was she aware? There was nothing. Was so, so we progressed to the wedding. They're divorced now. I feel like I can talk about it. It's fine. So yeah, we, yeah, pro- totally. we progressed to the wedding and the, um, we're at the rehearsal 
and our our one friend is in is doing a reading and he happens to be gay but we're not allowed to like sort of hint at that because they would frown upon that like it's all this weird stuff that we're all sort of going along with and stupid drunk I'm stupid drunk at this point it's just the rehearsal because I don't know how I'm supposed to sit through this and I'm the maid of honor and the he wasn't called a minister but whatever he was called the head dude the elder the elder is doing (laughs) the he's doing his speech uh at the rehearsal and he says as part of his spiel you know we all all religions have spiels but part of his spiel was you know and soon these two people will join in the great state of conjugal love. And I don't know what my face conjugal. did, but it was not pretty. Cause I was just like, I'm sorry, what, <laughs> what is this word you just made up? And so I'm trying to say conjugal. I, I'm looking around cause I want to know that. It, and everybody from their church is just nodding. Everyone I know is all like, huh? So he finally catches that I'm not on board with this word because now he said it like six times. And he says, does anyone have a question about the great state of conjugal love? And like my hand shot up like I was in school. Like I was like, I do. That's not a word. What are you trying to say? (laughs) And, um, you know, my friend's looking at me like, like, stop. I'm going to marry this dude for some reason. Forever. And uh, and he explained to me it's the state of physical intimacy between married people. And I was like, conjugal? you're just saying it wrong and he was like no conjugal and i was like i don't understand so for the rest of the time we turned it into a song like we were like forever yours conjugally it was and i had to make a speech at the reception like you know sometimes people let the maid of honor talk to but it was like all elders and me like my friend insisted that i get to talk and i had written a little speech because i was like there's no way i should wing this that'll just end badly i know and then i lost my speech uh which might have been the entire bottle of southern comfort but somewhere the speech went so when it was time to stand up i didn't have it anymore and so I, i i don't remember what i said but i know it started with love is like a roller coaster ride Which couldn't be any. Like and not one of There's those ups. fun ones, like those old wooden ones that you think you're going to die. And thanks for letting me talk. This oh, is never going to last. No. I've been Jen wearing. And I then, know. like, I just heard peace out. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. It was awful. I'm waiting. I cannot wait for my best friend to get married so I can make a speech. Oh, I nice. am just like pumped about it. because he at my wedding gave like a killer speech. So I had oh. two best men. Oh, nice. And they both gave like super great Amazing. speeches. Um, cause I had my brother and my best friend Nice. and my brother is like, what was like very surprised. My brother can pull it out when sure, he wants sure. to. And you don't think, cause he's a very like reserved guy and like, he's very not straight laced, but you know, he's very yeah. like laid back and very like, and you don't that's expect. That's usually the balance in families. And then that's he my ends up doing like, he ends up giving like a very heartfelt speech. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's adorable. And then my best friend, he goes, so I wrote a speech oh, and dear. it's great. And my phone's dead. So here's what I remember. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, and it was so When good. my brother got married, he uh, he decided, uh, my brother's younger than me, and we are not, for the record, uh, we're not Native American, um, but Jeff found some sort of tradition that Native American families do in which the oldest unmarried sibling dances in a trough to bring good luck. And he was like, so... Like a, like a pig trough? And I was like... So, do you want to make it alive to this wedding? You need to stop suggesting that your unmarried elder sister dances in a trough like some sort of animal <laughs> at your wedding. You're gonna to want to let that go, bitch. And so, um, <laughs> and so, his next thought was like, "Well, will you sing at the wedding?" And I was like, "Sure." And he then very foolishly said, "You can sing whatever you want." Oh, fool! And uh, <laughs> and so, right up until literally the moment the music started, 
everyone thought I was going to sing White Snakes, Here I Go Again. <laughs> uh, because wouldn't that be a great wedding song? I and uh, But I, I knew I couldn't do that to my sister-in-law. And, uh, and although now I think she would have liked it. So I ended up, uh, I had, you know, in my back pocket, this like Valentine uh, Martina McBride song. Because uh, they, they got together on Valentine's Day. What a uh. cheese meister. I also had some cheddar in my pocket because it was so cheesy. Uh, and so ready to go. But I was, you know, was like nervous that I would cry and I would get all choked up. It's my little brother. Like, that's sweet. Yeah. So I have six uncles and they were all like, look at us. Look at us. We'll make you laugh. It'll be fine. And I was like, okay. And uh, and then the music started and I you know watched my brother like the penny drop that it wasn't White Snake which I think he was pretty happy about and uh, but then he realized it was like going to be a sad emotional song and my brother's pretty straight laced pretty yeah, yeah. even keel dude he's good at math and stuff like we're pretty opposite and um, he starts to cry and I haven't even started singing and I'm like this isn't going to go well yeah uh, here I go again <laughs> no and so I look over at my uncles who are supposed to make me laugh at this moment the one moment in my whole life that I need them uh to do this uh, and and they're all sobbing oh and I was like I hate everyone and and actually the fact that everybody was crying and it made me angry and and we're then, all gonna cry and then I was like fine you're all I need my love Ugh. <laughs> I know people should let me talk at all their weddings I think that's the key <laughs> If I could go back in time, I'd just, just be like, just, and, and here's our friend Jen Ware. She's going to say She's not words. in the bridal party, but she, she wanted to say something. She's stuff. got some stuff. <laughs> Here I go again. <laughs> You're just like, hey, hey, perfect. Why not? Why not? Oh, my God. I would have danced in the trough if I could have done it while singing White Snake. God, well, why would they? I don't understand the trough thing. I don't I'm know either. I never, I never did any further Googling because it was just so like, yeah, that's great, Jeff. Uh, no. Yeah. Just how about no? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, my nephew once. I have a niece and a nephew. Jeff's got got two kids. That's how that all works. And uh, my nephew was very little once and we were visiting my grandparents house and uh, my grand, you know, older family and the grandparents are older. That's how that works. Yeah. And uh, in Buffalo. And so like there was all sorts of like there was like a boat outside that I don't think had been used since I was five. But like they just lived outside and, uh, you know, through many winters. So it didn't work at all anymore. But my nephew asked my brother. You know how do how do boats go, Dad? And uh, <laughs> what was hear about this boat thing? How do boats work? He's like, because this one's not in water, so it seems faulty. And uh, you know, he was five; he was wise. And uh, so my brother goes on this like endless spiel. Like no one's listening to him anymore. The kids, nobody talking about like, buoyancy. Somehow the boat and, has and walked away. <laughs> yeah, like in the and you know, propel jet propulsion, and yeah. you know, my nephew's sort of nodding and smiling, and then. He walks over and he's like, Auntie Jen, dad just told me how boats work. And I was like, did he? And he was like, yeah. And I, he said, do you know? And I was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, there's a bunch of tiny gnomes in those holes you see right there. And when it gets in the water, they fart and it moves the boat forward. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? <laughs> so then he went to my mom and he was like, Nana, if you want the real answer, like the long real answer, you ask dad. But if you want the fun answer, you ask Auntie Jen. And my mom was like, this kid just summed up my children. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, it's good when a five-year-old has your goat. I have I have uh, one niece and one nephew also. Three and, um, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, this comes out after Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving's that's coming Thanks- up. How fun was your Thanksgiving? Mine was great. My, it was so good. was so good. good. I it only punched four of my uncles for saying, you know, how do you feel about abortion? And I said, shut up and pass the turkey. You know, oh. it was pretty normal Thanksgiving. But, uh, that's always good. But, yeah, so uh, speaking of abortion, I have two. I have a yes. niece and a nephew. <laughs> 
There's a segue. I know. It's um, comedy, kids. And they're great. And it's like, it is one of those things, though, where my, um, my, I don't get to see them that often. They yeah, live no, down, I don't either. Mine they live, live in down Oregon. in Georgia. Oh, Oregon's even farther. Uh, live down in Georgia, and my niece Kathleen knows exactly who I am, which is very important to me. Yeah, yeah. And we have fun and all this stuff. But I have a nephew now named James, and I've met him a couple of times, and we've you know hung out. But he was a baby, yeah. And now he's like just about two, but now he's starting to like say words and walk around, and I'm just like dreading going there. I'm like. He has no idea who I am. And the problem is with Uncle Zach. Uncle Zach's six foot six and yeah, have a beard. Giant, yeah. I'm a big, scary dude yeah. for a small child just suddenly boom, just walking in. My dad was the only one in our family with a beard growing up. And all, oh. my, all my cousins were like there was those like fear plus oh. fascination. Oh, we beard, beards are interesting. My, well, we were afraid of my Uncle Larry because he was the beard uncle. See? And, like, and he was... And, he like rode a motorcycle and stuff, so here like he's the scary uncle. And like it's amazing how much now, they, now that they we know we're like he's not scary don't. at all. But like I was two, so yeah. <laughs> and he had a beard, and yeah. that was weird. And my dad had a mustache, which was endearing, which I know is creepy for some for other people, but for us, I was like, dads have mustaches. That's what yeah, they that's do. That's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now dad has a beard. Dad, uh, my dad's transitioned, which it's, I which I nice. appreciate. As uh, he he kept up with the times. Now he's a beard. Yeah, guy. nice. My dad had both forever, and, and then had neither. Now he has neither. But now my dad has like a snowy white beard. But oh, so his beard not not completely. It's like gray white, but his. Um, his beard's gone like gray and white, but his hair has not. Oh, <laughs> so it's like, fancy. It's like his, his facial hair aged quicker yeah. than he did. Like he has some grays, of course. He's sure, you know, sure. He's an older gentleman. That's but dad's. But his his beard is much older than he is. Um, I feel like that's part of the reason my dad shaved his beard is because his beard got old, got grayer. I think than that's him. what happens. I think, that's I think it's the first thing to. You'll get learn gray. that someday, Zach. Yeah, because I have a my buddy Joe is the same thing. His hair, he has very few if any grays in his hair but his beard is gray yeah (laughs) see if i don't wax my stash because i'm italian it'd just be gray (laughs) that's how those things work for ladies too we'll see i want to i'm i'm looking i'm thinking the only guy looking forward to going gray or having like gray and whites because that's when my career as a tv sitcom dad starts, starts. yeah yeah, yeah. I cannot wait yeah that's my thing with being an actor and like i did fine acting but i was like i'm not going to be successful as a young dude i've just right. learned that and you just kind of like getting to know the industry i'm like i'm too big to play like any sort of romantic lead sure i'm not fat enough to be the funny guy ditto and it's like one of those things i was like yeah. i can't do both so as soon as i hit middle age i'm gonna um, start working co- a, so much i had a college professor who said that out loud when i was uh, you know 19 and she was like <sighs> you won't work till you're older i was like I wow thanks uh how much am i borrowing a year to go here um and she was like you're a character actress and you can't do that until you're older and yeah. i was like Okay, things I'm aware of in my head that what's maybe the, didn't need to be said from, out loud um, while I was paying you. What's what's uh, uh um the the lady from what's that show? Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god, I don't Aunt know. Lydia. You, just, you were just tr- you just turned into my I mom in this story. The lady with the brown hair who's in <laughs> that know, show on the exactly. TV. Like, no, but uh, she played Aunt Lydia in uh, Handmaid's Selma Tale. Selma Hayek. I don't know. Yeah. And she um. It's not Selma Hayek. Anyway, she <laughs> and Dowd. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. She just wrote a great article. She wrote a great article because she had you know was was in her fifties when she first became successful, and that's what sucks about the acting world is like you don't know when your time's gonna pop. But right. I know for me and acting, I got real lucky with this modeling thing because I mean we all I was, say it, Zach. It's good you say it. Too. I know. Because I was not yeah, having any success. I mean, I was. 
I said like tens of lines on TV. Yeah, fair. And, like, yeah. Like all, and they were all along the lines of like ID, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, <laughs> hey, no touching. Like, like I was always like a prison guard, like rapping something on the thing. Like, hey, stop it. Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. like my only job because I couldn't play a cop. Because I couldn't shave, I would refuse. I would refuse to shave my beard because the one good acting role I ever had, I was on the pilot for uh, the TV show Limitless, okay. which was based off the movie. Oh sure, sure. But it was actually kind of like a sequel to the movie, okay. so it wasn't like it wasn't like a re. It was a lot of the things they take a good movie and turn it into yeah. a somewhat bad TV show. Yes. This one was like, well, let's take a good movie and make a pretty good like sequel and go further from go it further. yeah that's nice that's a nice which was tack. nice and i was in the pilot and i played the main character's brother and i was like so pumped i was like this is great yeah, this i is have it. a chance of being a series yeah. regular um this is my big this is this gonna it. be my big break and then we get on set and i'm all excited about it and not only that is i was a doctor so that Ooh. was the whole thing is my character was a doctor you got to say doctor words and considering limitless is about the dude taking drugs to be smart right. and then he gets really really sick if you don't take the drugs i was like oh great they're gonna need they're a doctor. gonna need doctor brother <laughs> right this is gonna be perfect so what happened was we show up to set everything's great and they're like hey zach um all right now we're gonna shave your beard off and i was like that's not a good idea you've never seen my face this is a terrible idea and they were like, because I was playing his older brother. And uh, they're like, well, like, no, the thing is, you know, he has like a little bit of like a scruffy five o'clock shadow. And we want you to look like real clean because right. of this. And I was kind of like, yeah, but you've never seen my face before. Yeah, like, I'm not going to look like his older brother. I look like a giant toddler when you shave me. <laughs> this is a <laughs> terrible. A scaled up baby. This is a terrible idea. Please do not shave my beard. And then it got down to the thing where the director was like, you can shave or you can walk off set. And I was like, cool, I'll shave. Peace. I was oh. like, no, no, I wasn't. Oh, you're like, peace out. Nope, um, I wasn't giving no, up a yeah, gig. Yeah, I, was like, right. I was like, at the very least, I'm getting the sag rate for today. <laughs> right, yeah. If this is happening one day and that's fine. Exactly. So um, I ended up, I finished the pilot. You know, I was only a couple days shooting. And they shaved me. And you can even tell, like, at the director, like, I got on set. And they're like, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't look like, older than him. Because yeah, I, I even back and I'm like, let me keep a mustache right. or something. I was like, I look. You can be clean cut with a mustache. I, you can be clean cut with a beard. I was like, yeah, it's true. I was like, he's all scruffy. Just shape my beard very well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's let him thing. be the scruff. And yeah. this, I think also this was in like 2012 or 13, 13. I don't know when this show came out. So before, it was like 2000, before beards became yeah. fashionable again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right on the cusp when you were still kind of scruffy. Right, right, like, right. I like went from any beard was scruffy because, like, I I started growing a beard the second I could. So uh, I went from because I have toddler face. Sure, so yeah, that's a, that's I a was medical eight. thing. So the second I could grow a beard, I did. So I had a beard for years, and like, um, the second I had a chance to. Do, so I was I was wearing beards when it was still creepy to have beards. Sure, sure, yeah. But now it's like super cool and trendy. And oh I'm like, come this on, is awesome! I want a beard mainly because there's stores that you get like with all the beard products. I like there's products. Beard I'm products. a big product person. I didn't know. I wish back in the day when beards were uncool, people taught me that there were like bombs and oils I could put in my beard. Um, That's real. now I just. But walk were around. there then bombs and oils? There probably my dad were, didn't but they like, bombs or oils. I think the only thing you can get was the the, the mustache wax. If yeah, you were yeah, one yeah. of those dudes. But that's a different stash. Yeah. And I've never had that stash. No. Nor do I want that no. stash. My dad never had that stash. My dad had like the really 
like stereotypical just like sh- straight yeah, yeah chevron yeah. no my dad too. it yeah. was very you know central new york like it was like that's what he wasn't going for style it just kept oh, his exactly. face warm because exactly. it snowed eight months of the year I yeah know. that my dad was always all. had like <laughs> in the snow he'd always have like icicles hanging yeah, yeah, out yeah, from yeah, his yeah. mustache it was just like very very uh late 70s early 80s man yeah <laughs> which is just yeah. what it was yeah there was no they, no there was definitely no products at the time oh but long story short they um shaved we did the thing and then i was not inv- and then out of the his whole family out of the whole cast i was the only person recast right and the new he brother died. they were like he looks too young and yeah. i was like because you made me shave i told God. you so ever since then i've refused like when people would be like okay we need you to shave for this role i was like no not doing it i can't do it it was like you, you're gonna hate it are you looking for a giant toddler like let's right. if, if this is what you're casting then yes but i you, you seem to think there's a nice chiseled jawline under right this. that's gonna there make isn't. me look young it's it's, yeah. it's doughy it's full you know, it's i look nice like a plump pe- cabbage patch kid I, th- I think it's nice when people i wanted a short haircut once and uh and and my, the hairdresser that i'd had for some time was like no yeah and i just was like what do you mean no like i like it look how cute it's a cute little pixie like i'll look adorable and she was like you won't and i was like hey fuck <laughs> you and but i don't so she was right i yeah. was wrong but i insisted on doing it. she wouldn't cut it and i was like i could cut my hair if i want to and i was so mad and uh i was you know, was in college at the time and i wanted this short haircut and i was gonna get it damn it and uh and we had a neighbor like neighbor was having a party that day <clears throat> one of the guests at the party was also a hairdresser but she was drunk and she was like i'll cut it for you jenny and i was like oh good and so she started to cut my hair and halfway through this short haircut which wouldn't have looked good even if it was perfect let's be honest it looked ridiculous uh, she got stung by a bee <laughs> And she's horribly allergic to bees. <laughs> so she had to be rushed to the hospital for like Benadryl or whatever the hell they do there. And then she came back oh all doped up on Benadryl, insisting she could finish my haircut because oh, I no. had like half a short haircut at this point. Oh, no. And my mom was like, don't be rude. And I was like, don't be rude. <laughs> and so she, I wore a hat for like eight weeks. Never is my mind. Point. Have you ever seen? Uh, Never it was, again. It was like it was over the Internet. The guy who got arrested um, mid uh, he was getting cornrows put in <laughs> and they, they arrested him halfway through. Hot. So he has just super tight cornrows on one side and just big just old boom. picked out yeah, Afro on, on the, the other side. That's a look. It was great. I it mean, was... listen, go with it. No. Yeah, I did not. I will never go uh, that short again. B or no B. Yeah. There's certain the, things that just I feel, don't Sometimes work I feel like God also tries to send a message. Yeah. You know, God was like, don't do bee. it. Stop it. At her he, detriment. He, he sent a, a hairdresser who wouldn't cut it. God, and he sent wine to I the know. second lady. So finally he sent a B. God cared about your haircut way more than that lady's health. He really <laughs> did. Like, God was on my I might, side. I'll, I'll make sure she gets to the hospital. Everything can be fine. God's but like, I, I got this. God. And I just wouldn't listen. You ever been stung by a bee? I have. Me too. A couple times. I've stepped on them is actually what happened. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the thing. I was just going to say, we used to not be allowed. So uh, growing up, we lived in um, like a multi-unit house. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, we'd play with the upstairs neighbors like a lot. And remember their parents were always wouldn't let us run in the backyard without shoes on because there were bees in the grass and then my mom thought that was ridiculous yeah and she's like there's no bees in the grass get out there and then like first time she's like you can run around barefoot and within five minutes i got stung by a bee in the bottom of my foot i was much older than i i mean i feel like i was like late teens before it happened but i I, yeah uh, once yeah but two times it's amazing that like for those of us not allergic which i'm not i'm not um 
how afraid I am of something I know that only hurts like a little bit for a second. Yeah. Like I yeah. am terrified of a bee coming at me, but I'm like, if it does sting me, it goes, ooh, and arr, then you're that like, sucks. Yeah, you're not gonna die. That's a different. I know. Animal. Like if you if I was going into anaphylactic shock, Listen, absolutely, I'd be. I would be terrified. inside all the time. Yeah, I would I'd not, never go outside. I'm very lucky not to have allergies. See, I'm also. I think if you've grown up in the like, you know, I mean, I grew up in those very suburbs. Of, I said the word Syracuse, but we were like, you know, thirty minutes you north was of there. Was we out. was out there, and it was it was very suburby. Like there wasn't like you know cows in my yard, but it was. I mean, there could have been, I guess, um, but there wasn't. There but were no the, city ordinances. Right. There it. wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like we could have had bigger animals, um, but I'm not afraid of like country bugs. But if a cockroach rocked across my living room floor right now, I would burn the whole house down. Really? Like, I. Oh, we have a well. Not. I am a city bug. Like cockroaches I, or like water bugs, the big old thing. A little bit of both. The water bugs I can't even handle at all. I free. I mean, I have to kill all of them when they show up, and I have a great method. And see, it I don't freaks. Have- I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a Zach to kill the bug. So bugs. the way I kill the bug is I grab a paper towel and then I just like swoop karate it. Karate grab it. Like, like, um, you ever what the seen fuck are you, Mr. Miyagi? What exactly. is this story? I was like, you ever seen Mr. Miyagi just be like, oh, bam. So, but well, they're on the ground. They don't fly. Oh, they could fly. They can fly. But they don't, they're not as quick. They don't react as quickly as a regular fly. Okay. I have two. I have two water bug stories, and you'll never do this again. One is uh, I used to be a nanny on the Upper East Side, very wealthy establishment, but uh, they, of course they had they had the water bugs because they lived by the, the East River, and everybody does. Yeah. So they had a, an exterminator that came like every day. He was a very nice man, whatever. One day we're all, but the kids were terrified of the water bugs. I was terrified of the, the only people who weren't were the housekeepers who were from Belize who were like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. We used white, to ride Nasser's They were all like, yeah, <laughs> they were like white people. You're all so weird. Yeah. And um, so the one day one came out from under their like six burner range and I didn't know what to do because I was the adult and was supposed to deal with this bug and all the kids were screaming. And so the uh, one housekeeper had been ironing. So I grabbed the um, spray starch because that was the closest thing to my hand. And I just coated this fucker like a mountain of spray starch on this cockroach and everything stopped and everybody was like, you did it. And then I started screaming for somebody to come clean it up because rich people and uh and they had enough of them just they, they, get the cockroach sweeper i need someone <laughs> to clean this up and uh and then as we were waiting for the housekeeper to come back in and deal with this because that's how much of a baby i am the foam as it does started to go down and the cockroach terminator like rose up out of the foam <laughs> turned around and walked back under the stove yeah no they're insane we had one in our old apartment where i grabbed uh so again, no, so we were always told, and I don't know if it's a um, uncomfortable, if it's like an urban legend or something, uh, that if you squish them, their eggs yeah, go everywhere. Yeah, no, that is kind of real. If it's if it happens, if you happen to be squishing a pregnant female okay. cockroach, well, we never know. So because of that, we never squash them. Right, the water bugs, and so what happens is we or, or we used to never. Or you could just you just have to wherever you squish them, you just have to spray like yeah. bleach. So what happens is my old apartment before I moved in with Laura, um, we saw one on the ground, and I just grabbed a can of Raid and just fucking got at it, and then it just fucking kept going. It yeah, was like go does not fuck stop. yourself. It does not. So we're freaking out. So then I take a I like coat it in more Raid. It's still moving. I put a a solo cup on top of it i'm like all right it'll die in well, that 
like it, you know it'll die eventually it just needs the raid to kick in and then we sit there and two seconds later the solo cup, cup starts, starts moving move. across the of course it we're does. like how can he push this this is crazy at, so i forget how he killed that one but then yeah my new swooping method is because i don't want the eggs to spray yeah is i mr miyagi snatch it no. with a paper towel and then i like just crush it into smaller and smaller no, it's that and crunch I, like, and i can't i can't and i just it. and i like like i try to like make it a small and dense of a You're ball like doing origami with I'm the paper like, towel <laughs> and the cockroach <laughs> no and that's how i kill him um there was another one uh i have i live on the second floor yo vivo on el suelo dos and uh i came it's a it's a pretty narrow stairway you, you come up to come into my apartment and uh it's but it's high ceilings um so one day i was leaving to go to work and there was a cockroach that a water bug that was mm, about the size of my dog on the ceiling opposite the stairs as you go down so if you picture a staircase with really pitched ceilings I couldn't reach it with anything like I couldn't hit it with a broom like there was nothing like you might have been able to kind of get it with a broom but even your height I feel like wouldn't have been enough so I tried to hit it with a bath towel like I tried to flick it down so it would and, and I hit it I hit it with the bath towel and it didn't move and I was like okay you're clearly a monster bug and so here's what's going to happen is my hope. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to come back and you're going to be gone. Yeah. And hopefully <laughs> oh, not I've my partner. I've done that same thing where I'm just like, this hopefully is my, you This is my goal. So you're going to get to stay here. So I, I took the I took the towel that I just used to flick it and I covered my door passages so it couldn't go in my apartment because I'm a child. And uh, and then when I came back from work at like, you know, two in the morning, I was bartending at the time. And I come up the stairs and I'm just sort of like coming up the stairs, you know, but there's people who live on the first floor. So I go in quietly and, and the dog can hear me coming in. So she's all like mm, doing her thing. And I look up and it's right above the door frame it's walked oh. around so now that's where it is it's trying to get into my apartment it clearly wants to live with me it clearly wants to be my new roommate yep. so now i'm like i can reach you now i can fucking kill you now because now you're close enough so i'm standing on the top stair of these metal exterior like they used to be external stairs i'm pretty sure these metal stairs i grab a broom and i go to hit it with the broom and it jumps at my face it flies what? at my face <laughs> so i of course do the natural thing and step back because it's flying at my face oh. and fall ass over tea kettle down the staircase <laughs> luckily the door stopped me oh. um and i you know you do that pause thing where you're like did i just crack a rib am i gonna die uh, this is how i die like i just I died of cockroaches what just happened now the dog starts barking the oh. people who used to live downstairs i hear them like in greek shouting about what's going on but at no point do they go are you okay nothing yeah so i'm laying there and I'm trying to take a breath and see if I've broken a rib and like I'm, you know, doing the like lick your teeth thing. Like, did I break a tooth? What did I do? And I look up and it's running down the stairs at me. <laughs> so in, uh, in crazy pain from falling down an entire staircase, I managed to get my shoe off and whack it with my shoe. And then I limped back into my apartment where I was bruised and battered for days. <laughs> and like I left the shoe and the cockroach in the stairwell for like a week as a like warning oh my god nobody else <laughs> sorry that was really loud into the microphone but i was really fired up you put like a bit you, t- you put like a cockroach head on a spike yep, outside yep. like this is what happens fucking i was like an orc like i was like when when they when the they burn all the orcs oh, in the party of orakai and then they it doesn't matter and i put a head on a stick <laughs> and i'm mad <laughs> yeah oh my god no. cut its tiny little stupid head off oh oh New York bugs. Yeah, like I don't it's like and it, 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 I don't like them either. But it's just a thing, like where it's that like, said. Oh. If I walked into my house and there was like a t- a team, I don't know what a gaggle of praying mantis are called, but let's imagine there was a a a, a, a congregation. Okay. I feel like it should be a congregation of praying mantises. Yeah, actually, that right? makes perfect sense. Doesn't it make sense. good sense? Like if there was one of them, one of them congregations having a meeting on my like rug with like 
couple ladybugs and you know a couple beetles trucked in maybe even a bee i'd be like i mean i guess no, just sort of walk away i don't fuck with bees that's my one thing <laughs> i just I don't, I don't i don't i don't like anything that can sting me like i don't mind my thing is with all creepy crawlies in and i am so okay being the approacher I don't like being snuck up on. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. my big thing. Okay. I don't mind. If I see a bug, I go, oh, shit, there's a bug. I'm going to go kill it or let it out. But right. like water bugs, I kill. Sorry, yeah. PETA. <laughs> Sorry, PETA. <laughs> I kill every water bug. And you I know see. what else, PETA? I'd make a coat out of them motherfuckers. I know. But, so if, but like clear. if I see some other bug, you know, if I did see, a, I would never kill a ladybug. Oh, dear if for Lord, some no. reason, like a, a beautiful scarab. Well, no, I, would ki- I, I saw uh, the mummy. I would kill the shit out of a scarab beetle. I, I feel, don't think I feel they like the odds of you. That. Yeah, I feel like the odds of you coming across a scarab beetle here in the story are slim. But anyway, but uh, that's what we said about I mandarin ducks. Am I right, Central Park? <laughs> the sh- but if I like cannot, like I have to be the one approaching it. I'll be sure. f- totally fine seeing a bug, but if all of a sudden I look down and there's one on my arm, you better bet your ass I'm losing my mind. I it's the same like different. when I'm when I'm. Sp- I love like. I, I like snorkeling and scuba diving. Yeah, I'll yeah. be like, look at these beautiful fish. And I'll, like, they can run up and they can touch me. I'm like, look at these beautiful fish. But if I'm like swimming in a lake or something, a piece of seaweed touches my oh, foot yeah, you're out. and it's murky and I can't see it, I'm like, nope, no, no. anything I can't see it's amazing. freaks me. If I'm touched before I before yeah. I see the thing, you're not in. I go into like instant, like I tell my wife like likes to scare me. Like she'll be like, yeah, and I was like, you're oh, I gonna would, yeah, no, get I, I'm, I'm, hit. And I, I warn her, and I'm yeah. like, you cannot do it. You're gonna get one day because so many times, like she's surprised me, and I've like been like, Wah! and I was like, stop, look at me right now. Yeah, you're look. The, I cocked a fist. Like, I had a like do that I didn't hit in, you, in time but you saw that I like, like, yeah. I, 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 I went back for it. Yeah. I was like, one of these days, I'm not going to realize it's you in time. Yeah. And I'm just going to, and then we're going to have to explain it. And then I'm one of those guys. I hit a friend right in the, in the, in the cojones, as the kids oh. might say, because he snuck up on me and he saw Don't me in Times sneak. Square from behind, Times Square nighttime. And then suddenly, all I know in this story is there's somebody like grabbing me from behind. And I, you know, every, you know, I start yep. yelling fire as we were taught if you thought you were going to be raped. So, like, I, I start, you know, like, you do all the, like, what's going to happen? I'm about to die. And I just swung without much thought and caught him right in the nuts. Good. And it was like, yeah. And then turned around and I was like, oh, hey, don't do that. Man. No, you don't. You don't do that to people because it's not a fun especially game. in like today's climate. I'm just like, no, no, no. There's too much. Yeah. People are ready. Yeah. Like people walk around ready for like the end of days to break yeah, out. Yeah, a little bit. And like, I'm, <clears throat> and I, I don't know if it's brought on by us watching Walking Dead a lot or something, but like, <laughs> I am now like ready for a riot to break out. Yeah. Any sec- I'm like looking, I walk down the street just being like, what can I weaponize? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're ready. Like, yeah, you're like, listen, if the virus kicks in right now, exactly. I'm going to make it. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting yeah. to a safe spot. Yeah, I'm using the stop sign have, as a shiv. When I was in high school, I had a full on zombie apocalypse plan. Why wouldn't you? Because this is what you did. And this was funny because it was like pre-walking dead. It was pre-zombies being cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like a bunch of teenagers being like, there's probably going to be zombies. Like, and if it does, we got a plan. And I remember just being like, like you know, we're fine if they're regular zombies. If they're like the mm. 28 days later running zombies, sure. we're fucked. Yeah. Um, but our plan was in my hometown, there is a shopping plaza, which is a Home Depot and a ShopRite and a Walmart all connected to each nice. other. So our plan was, and get a there. bunch of us had it, it's like, get there yeah. 
and we seal that fucker yeah off. shut it down we go in and we get we have all the supplies to seal it off at home depot right you're there and we just go and we seal off all entrances and use like peanut butter or and we have and like and we Walmart. have like you know forklift battering rams and yeah. stuff that we need um the aforementioned wa- bobcats probably parked in the in yep. the home depot lot walmart had a ton of guns <laughs> so that was our we, other right break, and walmart and, sells guns and bullets so you're and fine bullets, so that's where we got all our ammunition was we just went to walmart and bought our guns you don't have to buy it at that point and at that point we you had we had a full grocery store to eat we'd have yeah. to eat all the perishables first obviously Duh. obviously but the we had enough canned goods and dry goods to get us through yeah forever yeah um a lot of food would go bad though. What do you think about that? There was only like six the, of us in but this no, but plan. The th- yeah, in the plan, but in reality there would have been a lot more of you. There would have been a lot more people and it was one of those things where we're like, oh, I don't know how we're gonna empty the other people out of this plan. Is there an infected person inside? Right. If so so Walmart was the first stop. You need to weaponize first. Yeah. You can go to Walmart, get yourself some guns and machetes because those and are maybe sold a there. can of beans. Yeah, exactly. you, you get all the things. No, my Walmart wasn't didn't sell much food. We yeah. didn't have like the full grocery no, that's store new. thing. That's a new thing. I, think. I know. Now now Walmart's just going to be like, you only shop here. Right. Which is now Amazon. I buy from Amazon more than I'm comfortable buying from yeah. Amazon. They've Ditto. made it too convenient. Too and convenient. I, and I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, they're an evil corporation. Yeah. Only because they're moving into my fucking neighborhood. Right. I mean, they. to be fair, they were evil before that. But They the, were evil yeah. before, but now they're moving into Long Island City, which means... I turned I turned to Laura and I was just like, we might not live here that much longer yeah. because it's about to be way too expensive for right. us to live here. If, it, if you Seattle, look at what happened to Seattle <laughs> or just in Silicon Valley, like what happened to San Francisco was like a cool hippie town. Now it's the most expensive yeah. place to live with a bunch of rich tech bros. You know, Seattle, what, won't, same, you know what won't get better while they get all their tax breaks? The MTA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll still sit on the N train for two hours every time it snows. Yep. But uh, you know what I could probably do while I'm on the M train? Have my dinner Amazon Prime to me. You could once and they, they start, start doing the drones. They would just things. they would just like scale up the or oh yeah or drones. They're starting I guess. to do that drone. I don't think they could ever do it in this. There's certain things that happen in other cities that cannot yeah. happen in New York. Like everyone has. South Park just did an episode about those like those bird and lime scooters, yeah. the e-scooters that are everywhere, and all these other places. They're all over LA and they're all over Atlanta and they're all over this, and they're not even attempting to bring them no. to New York. They're like, no, people would get murdered. Yeah. For one, you're not getting any of those e-scooters back. Yeah, let's start there. First thing that's going to happen, you're going to dump them on the street, and then within two seconds, there's going to be like pamphlets and facebook forums so like hey everybody just so you know this is where the gps tracker is on the e-scooter rip yep. that shit off yep and you're good. good like and just and everyone's it's it's new yorkers are too gritty for yeah. stuff like that yeah. same with the amazon but also they, it's a different like you can use them in driving based cities la is still a driving based city yes. atlanta's still a driving based city like new york for all intents and purposes could be gone cars could be gone and no like, and, and people would still and get everywhere so like if you've got 90 percent of your city walking on sidewalks fuck you e-scooter i don't even like non e-scooter. i don't like scooters I know. my dog doesn't like scooters we don't like scooters we're, we haven't figured out we're a scooter bi- free zone we haven't figured out bicycles yet we no. can't just add dicks on a scooter like no dicks on bicycles almost kill me three times a day that's enough that's enough i used to ride my bike all over the city like that was how i got around oh, until i got a car terrifying. and then i got a car and because when i first moved to the city i sold my car immediately because i got like 15,000 tickets in yeah, two yeah, seconds. Yeah. I was like, can't deal with this. You don't Sold need it. it. So then like 10 years later, I was like, well, now I want a car. Well, I also think because we live 
outside of Manhattan. Yeah, and now that so, we live in Queens, yeah, it's like, it's, okay. You know, like if I want to go to the grocery store, which I might do after we're done, yeah. uh, it's a little more convenient if I do it in my car. Way more. You know? Way, 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 way better. And, um, but yeah, it was when I started driving the car and I realized that every bicyclist in the world who passes me, I didn't see them. Not a single one of them. Yeah. I've never seen a bicyclist. Every time I see a bicyclist, it's like, whoof, just right friend, by my, my face. My friend Chris, like, oh. who, you, who you also know, uh, Chris, uh, he was, he got, he got doored. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that the word? I don't it know. Is. But he was it's like cruising along on his bike and somebody just threw thing. their car door open and yep. uh, he went you know right over the door terrifying yeah. i um because I, I drive sometimes uh, you know we bring our dogs to the park that's the thing we do yep do the listeners know this am i revealing too much um <laughs> jen and i are dog park friends guys that's right we're friends we bring our dogs to the park and yeah. uh but uh, you know now that i live a little further from the park that i used to i drive down there yeah. and i pass like two or three schools on the way and among the banes of my existence being this isn't bikes but it's just annoying and i thought i'd go ahead and use this microphone yeah, yeah, yeah. to go express it. it uh people that double park barely out of the lane and then open the traffic side door to let their kid out for school. Yep. Oh, <gasps> double parking in general is a, but they don't even a, try. They yeah. don't even try and pull over. They're like, I'm going to stop right here. It's the middle of the lane. And then I'm not even going to open the safe door. It's a queen. I'm going to open thing. the other door It's a Queens and be thing. like, Johnny, good luck today in fourth grade. It's fourth not grade. Even, he's not even going to get out of the middle of the lane. I know. It's not even a New York thing. It's a specifically, it's a very Queens it's thing. It's very Queensy. Double parking is the, and I've the U-turn. Never, U-turn out of nowhere. You turn out of nowhere. No signal, no nothing. The guy yeah, in front of you boom. just goes boom. <laughs> but the problem is he can't do a full U-turn. So it's like. Because <laughs> of the guy double parking like across the street. It's U-turn instant like three point turn where you're right. like, oh, okay. I guess we're all, all stopping. stopping for you. you. You didn't want to go around the block. Like this That's is, ridiculous. And, and yeah, there's nowhere. I can't drive up Steinway. Steinway, oh. I get too angry. Yeah. Because there's a sp- the part of Steinway um, between like 30th Ave and Astoria Boulevard where yeah. all the hookah lounges yeah, are and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Everyone just decides this is where my car is. And yeah. it is fully double parked the entire way yeah. all day. No, it's and gross. the same. There's a Domino's pizza right there. And the Domino's pizza has their four delivery cars double parked yeah. in the street. They're at ready all to times. go. Yeah. They're ready to deliver their shitty pizza just, wherever it needs to and go. You're just like, how can, how is this okay? It's, I don't know. Yeah. No. And I, I, I'm sometimes glad that I just have a crappy car. Cause I'm like, Let's do this. What if I take them out? I know. How bad would that be? I know. I mean, probably pretty bad because it's just a Versa. I think it would fold like a bunch of cards. <laughs> it would. It would. Just, <laughs> it would. It would. It would. It would clam. Then right I'd up. have to like explain to the like garage guy like uh, it was a Domino's pizza delivery car. And, and they're like, like those really? things are tanks. Yeah. What were you thinking? You just have a Versa. And then they do that thing where they're like girls. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, mechanics. Oh, mechanics. But they can do that to me. I don't know shit. Oh, I, don't I walk in. I have to get my car inspected soon because, you know, that happens every year and stuff, which um, is bullshit. It is. But we, we, I have, that's a New York thing. Every and I've, sing- I've put it off. Like I you, have get till a, the, you get a sixty five dollar yeah, ticket every single day. It's expired. Yeah. Uh, and I have till the end of the month to do it. I'm not even sure when I can do it because, hey, it's already like what? The 80th. I don't know what date is. I never have any it idea. It's the 80th. Thank you. It's the 80th of November. And um, I have no idea when I'm going to go because I work a full time day job and yeah. they're closed on the weekends. But uh, I have to figure out how to go. And the, I literally uh, like I have like heart palpitations the whole time because I'm just sure it's going to fail yeah. every year. And then my car is not that old. It's not in bad shape. But like I just there's such you I have just such never know. Agita. I get I like, think it's oh, my God, I'm going to die. Because if fail. it fails, we don't know what to do. Right. Like if it's literally like if your car fails inspection, you're like, I have to buy a new car. No. Right. Or 
give you $10,000 Because, yeah, cause if they say, well, it failed, but we can replace this for $800, I'd have to be like, okay, I guess. Like, I know. I don't, I don't know. And that's, that's why I need to know more about cars because, yeah. like, I know enough that, like, I know, like, what my dad taught me. Like, I can change my own oil. I know how to, like, replace a battery, but I just had to... Like, you know, just very, very simple things. Mm-hmm. But if it's beyond that. No, I don't even know those things. But we just had our drive belt snap, which is. Uh, I don't even know what these words and are we didn't you're even, saying. So drive belt is the whole car. Essentially. Oh, all right. It's a tiny piece of rubber that your entire car relies on. That's insane. When it breaks, the engine stops going. Your power steering goes out. It starts overheating dramatically. The oh, whole dear. thing. Like, it's a full breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's luckily the cheapest fix of a breakdown That's that could amazing. possibly happen. Because instead of being like, you know, because anytime your car breaks, you're like, oh, that's a bajillion dollars. I have to buy a new car. But I just feel like they make it so difficult, not even just to learn about it. But like, like I just had to get my tires replaced all the, you know, this yeah. was two years ago. And like, it was the most, str- like I, I bought the tires. That, first of all, I have to decide what tires. I don't know anything about tires. And like, I was like, I do know. I get winter tires? Do I get those spiky things? What do I do? And then my dad was like, you have a Versa. Can you calm down? And so yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. So then I ordered tires off of Pet Boy's online thing and scheduled the appointment to have them put on i get there they're like oh those tires are sold out and i was like what do you mean they're sold out i bought them they should have been sold out to me yeah uh, and they I'm were one like, of the they, people that sold yeah. them out and they were like uh no sorry but we have these other ones that are another 200 dollars a tire and you're standing there and you're like i guess now i spend more on my tires than There's my car like, i can get upsold on the car so so easily. fast because i just don't know because i just go okay I, yeah is it gonna run like, that's what I want at the end of the story. And I know. And you're just, <laughs> I do the same thing. Or I was just like, my, my, my car loan has like another nine grand left on it. Is it more than nine grand? <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are. If I, it's more than that, um, I, I just, managed to hold strong on this pet boys day. And I was like, no, no, I, you're going to refund me my money right now. And fuck you. And then I was like, I'm going to Costco. <laughs> so then I go to Costco. Costco tires are great. Costco tires are great, but you have to get there like, 7 a.m. Yeah. or you're there because it's first come first serve so the next day I go to Costco at like dawn and, and like I get there and I'm like okay tires let's go let's do it I saw them online I want this deal so I pay for so this is the second set of tires I've paid for in this story pay for my Costco tires now I have to kill time in Costco so I'm like buying vats of mayonnaise I don't need I'm one person I do not need a 42 ounce jar of pickles but like but I got a cart but I got a cart full <laughs> of them because they're only six dollars oh, no. so I got all I got enough almond butter to last me for eight years I'm in line to pay. I've killed an hour because that's how long the tires were supposed to take. I get a call from the tire people, which I assume is the call to say, we're done now, ma'am. And what they've called to say is that I guess my back tire was rusted. The one was rusted on something. I don't even know what words these are. Something was rusted on something and they couldn't get it off without using a blowtorch. And so they didn't want to take the tires off. So they had done nothing. Costco. And I was like, Costco, what the fuck? And also, you're the tire guys. Why don't you know how to get the tire off? So then I had to return that set of tires. And then I finally just went to the same guy I get the inspections done from. And I'm like, hey, what do I do? And he I was know. like, he was like, you give me 200 bucks. I'll find you some tires and put them on. And I was like, I guess you got to use a blowtorch. And he was like, that's the dumbest sentence anyone's ever said. And I was <laughs> like, okay, great. Thanks. He goes, no, no one has to do that. <laughs> He's like, that's not a thing. You made that up. And I was like, I didn't. Costco did. And they were like to get good deal on almond butter so it was great it ended up good. being a good deal but um yeah almond butter and tires that's, that's what costco's that's for the jen wearing story <laughs> <laughs> the jen <Waring> story. <laughs> speaking of which jen thank you so much oh my for gosh. talking. this has been a lot of You're fun welcome this has um, been fun where can people see you doing stand-up stuff um so i have a uh yeah i'm trying to you know like monday wait monday. that doesn't count <laughs> um, you can see me monday monday side ponytail 
uh, that show have, will have been over, and it was great. I was better than Judah Friedlander, and um, who's also on the show. Oh, and um, the uh, but I wasn't better. I can predict that now. No, you were. Um, thank, oh, you were so. I'm so glad you could come out. That two drink minimum, I thought would have kept everyone exactly. away. <laughs> but no, that's nice. Um, tell Laura, I'm glad she snorted her wine that day. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> no, no. So I have a I have a monthly show. I have two actually at, at QED here in Astoria. Uh, first Thursday of the month and first Friday of the month, uh, where it's one's a stand up, one's a movie riffing, and um, yeah, and then I'm just all, I'm all over the ciudad. I know, I yeah. know. Where can they find your stuff on like the socials or how um, do they find I'm, you? I'm, I'm at the Gen Wearing on all the things. That's got uh, two ends and wearing not spelled remotely how it sounds. So maybe is there at, a the or did you just add the? the? I add, no, there's no the. Okay, uh, so just yeah, add Gen, Gen Wearing. <laughs> yeah, I f- I'm the only. Uh, just at Jen Waring, uh, spelled all German-like. I flew Lufthansa once, and the stewardess kept saying, Hung! And I was I like, oh, is that Her me? name will be uh, correctly spelled in yeah. the description of this episode. Go, go with that. Go with that, people. So yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so you can, uh, that's, I tend to plug on the on the Instas and the, the Twits. Awesome. And everyone, uh, subscribe to her podcast, yeah. Taking You Back. Taking You Back with, with Rob and Jen. With as yeah. the letter. Yeah, because cool. Letter U back. We chant, we're cool, and uh, I thought we'd make it as difficult as possible to find. That's exactly. kind of actually how it is. Awesome. Jen, it's an absolute pleasure, as always. Right back you have me laughing. You. See you in the morning at the park, dude. See you then. What an angel baby. Jen is. That was a lot of fun. Um, please follow her on social media, everybody. Please go to her shows. Get yourself down to the QED where she hosts a monthly show, and she's all over the city, and she's absolutely hilarious. Uh, follow us on all the social medias at Zach Miko, Z A C H M I K O, on Twitter and Instagram, at Facebook, at Facebook.com slash Big Things Pod, which I promise, guys, I'm going to get better at updating that. I promise. I know I do everything over Instagram. But I'm going to get better at the other social medias. Uh, Please go to our website at bigthingspod.com. And remember, until next week, please go out into the world and do big things.